Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The year is here. 2024. An election year. Everything that happens. will happen. The primary race. From now till race. November. Happens here. When you cast your vote. News Talk. Are you ready? 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It's hour number three on a happy hump day, Trump Day 806 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes, New Hampshire, Trump wins. Details on that, actually, we're going to be talking about right now, along with border issues with Congresswoman Kat Kamek joining us. Uh, Good morning, Kat. How are you? Good morning, fellas. I am a little groggy. I got into Gainesville last night on a very late flight from New Hampshire. So, pleasure to be with you, but a little sleepy. <laughs> did did your candidate win? My candidate did win. I proudly endorsed Donald Trump Woo! last week. <laughs> chugga, chugga, chugga. Welcome to the Trump train. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because people were always asking and... Trump and I have always gotten along really, really well. And, um, you know, last April we began conversations and it's never been a situation of me being anything other than on the Trump train. But as recruitment chair for the party nationally, I've got 37 candidates that are in Biden held districts. So it makes it tough to, to recruit conservative candidates when, you're coming in and you're already affiliated with the campaign. So we had already worked a lot of that out, but I was excited to be up in New Hampshire to support President Trump, but also to see the process of the first in the nation primary. It is incredible. I went to a couple polling locations and uh, it's like nothing I've ever seen. You're looking at an 80% turnout. I mean, and everybody comes out for it. Did, did you did you go to Dixville Notch and try to slap some sense into those bozos? How crazy is it that there's like six people in the town and they <laughs> vote at midnight? I mean, I, it's just ridiculous. And then how how not one of them voted for Trump? Right. My goodness, I, I, I let, you got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, Nikki was savvy on that front, but um, it, it's an interesting dynamic because you're seeing. You know, I talked to. So many people from, you know, folks in restaurants to, um, you know, people in polling locations, you know, as they were waiting in line. The, the dynamic of New Hampshire politics, it's very intense. 
everybody is talking about it, and they're analyzing every single move of all of the candidates. It, it was very encouraging to see people who are that involved and that, you know, real serious about the process. And I think sometimes other folks around the country may not take it so seriously. You know, they kind of roll into the voting booth and they're like, well, oh, Christmas tree it. No, this is important stuff. So it was really, really fascinating to see. Now, a lot of polls had uh, Trump winning by a, a larger margin than actually occurred. Mm-hmm. I guess two-part question, were you surprised by that? And number two, do you know what we know as to why Nikki Haley was much closer than we first anticipated? Well, certainly the difference in New Hampshire in a lot of places is that they have um, same-day voter registration. And so you have people who have never voted before. In fact, one of the locations that I was at, um, they have, they blow like a uh, a horn and you can that's like the signal that, hey, it's a first-time voter. And so I was actually in Bedford at one of the busiest polling locations, the largest voting uh, location in the country. They have 15,000 that have to vote there. Wow. And the horn was just going off, you know, and those are the first-time voters. Voters, if you are a Democrat, you have to switch months in advance. And so there was a bit of a false narrative going on that it was a bunch of Democrats. There were a lot of independents, though, who can vote in a Republican primary. And so I think it was seven out of ten who voted for Nikki Haley were um, independent. Yeah, unde- undeclared that, is a term that they used, undeclared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so I think that that was really interesting. But it was really shocking standing there at a polling location and hearing that horn go off so many times of first-time voters. And so, you know, I, I said this to reporters, you know, if we roll into this election— thinking that every single Republican and independent is going to go our way. We're thinking about this wrong. This is like rent. Rent is due. It's due every day. It's due every election. We have to go and earn those votes. And we can't assume that just because Joe Biden is absolutely terrible and awful at all things, that we are going to get a lot of those votes in the middle and from the moderate Republicans. We have to make sure that we go out and earn them. The sooner that we can get all of the candidates behind Donald Trump, the better, because our fight is in the general. It's against Joe Biden and his ridiculous weaponized government. That's the fight. And so we have to stop fighting each other. We have to start focusing on taking our country back. I mean, the fact that you have Joe Biden, who openly says that he despises half of the country. If you're MAGA, you're bad. I mean, we should be running with that all day. And so, you know, I've talked to to Trump and and the Trump team, and, you know, we're really working on ways that we can reach out to millennials and Gen Zs and and women and and start talking to them about the issues, because it's been a lot of a a personality tax. So we got a lot of work to do, but we're going to get it done. Well, look, and you understand strategy. You've been elected a a couple of times. So put on your strategy hat, and I want you to try to explain this. We know what's going on in the borders, in part because of your excellent reporting to us and you staying on top of that bozo, Mayorkas, and all that. So give credit where credit's due. Thank you. But knowing what we know, and even the Democrats know it now that the, it's the borders wide open and it's problematic. And most voters agree that something has to be done about the border. Here's my question strategically. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't a smart Democrat strategist say, 
hey, Biden or people, whoever's pulling the strings, we, we know you want open borders. However, we need to make it look like they're secure until the election's over because this is becoming a huge election issue and we're on the wrong okay. side of it. What are your thoughts? 100%, Bob. I mean, it's funny. I, uh, I I talked to a Bloomberg reporter, which, my God, you know, of course, they're left-leaning. And she she said something to the effect of, you know, I, I just I don't understand why Republicans won't accept Joe Biden's border security plan. You know, is it because he's the one proposing it? And I said, no, because it's not a real border security plan. The plan that Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden want to ram down our throats. And now I'm going to I'm going to get feisty because I just this this really pushes me to places that my blood pressure's up. If you are telling the American people that your your so-called border security plan means letting 5,000 illegals in a day versus 10,000, that's not border security, especially when Obama's own Homeland Secretary said that 4,000 a day was untenable, that that in itself was a crisis. Furthermore, they have not acknowledged the human trafficking, the drugs, they completely ignore the fentanyl poisonings happening in our country, killing 100,000 people every year. They ignore the crime. They ignore all the different nations coming across the border, 151 to be exact. And so how can you actually begin to address a problem seriously if you can't identify, if you can't call it a crisis, you know, if you can't recognize you have a problem, how are you going to solve it? For them, this is all just smoke and mirrors. And so they're hoping, they're praying that blue cities and states will allow non-citizens to vote. They're hoping and praying that we aren't going to actually play a game of chicken with the Senate and say, if you don't send us a real border security package, if you don't accept our border security package, you're getting nothing. We will shut the government down. We will do whatever it takes to secure the border because this is our national sovereignty, not just our security, our national sovereignty on the line. And so, yeah, it's really ignoring it at their own peril And I've said that openly. I said the Democrats ignore the border crisis at their own peril. I don't think they care because it's part of their strategy for the upcoming election. Yeah, but I don't see how I don't see how they could look at the data and know that they're going to win on the border issue. They have to know that they're going to lose, which leads me to believe that the fix is in. They're too confident that they can win with the oldest, most tiredest, whitest guy who the last time ran from his basement and somehow miraculously won. I'm afraid the same thing could occur again. They think the fix is in. Uh, Have we repaired the uh, electoral system to the point to where we can trust it? You know, it's not perfect, but I will say the first thing that we did with the Election Integrity Caucus is we sent out checklists to all the states of common sense stuff that they should have been doing all along because this is where people get froggy. They say, why aren't we taking over elections? You don't ever want the feds involved on your elections because they screw everything up. Everything they touch goes to crap. And I hope you're proud that I that I cleaned that up. You didn't have to use the dump button on me there. Thanks, Bob. Kath. Appreciate that. <laughs> you got I got you, Greg. But you know, it's, if you think about it, there's common sense stuff that we should have been doing all along. Twenty three states adopted the measures that we had recommended, and of course, constitutionally, states are empowered and required. They determine the time, place, and manner in which elections are conducted. And, you know, seeing the process in New Hampshire firsthand and how there's multiple redundancies built in, two people checking your photo ID, 
you know, uh, making sure that you're on their digital database and then cross-referencing it with their paper database. Like, they're simple things. For me, how we avoid those midnight dumps of ballots that are in suitcases, you have a signed affidavit notarized with multiple witnesses by the supervisor of election in that county saying, I have 3,000 ballots at the close of the polls. That way you can't add or subtract. You can't magically lose ballots. You can't magically add ballots. What you got is what you got. And then, of course, it's on us as we the people. We need people volunteering as poll watchers. We need people volunteering on canvassing boards. We need people getting involved. We can no longer bitch, moan, and complain and not do anything. We have to volunteer. We have to get involved. We have to take control and really be there to witness these elections firsthand. And on that note, Congresswoman Kat Kamek, always appreciate your uh, input. Keep fighting the good fight. We will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. All right, you too. 818 on the Bob Rose Show. And coming up, Van Jones says something, I guess, that you could consider complimentary of the GOP. Interesting. Hmm. We'll get into that coming up on the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on 97.3 The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Afternoons at 3. It's happening around our country. Sean Hannity. The chanting. This world's gone mad. Anybody with a conscience knows who the victim is. On 97.3 The Sky. Kind of a mixed message from Van Jones. But I'll hmm. get to that momentarily. It is 824. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always yes. Indeed, it is a happy hump day, Trump day, as President Trump has uh, beaten former Governor Nikki Haley in New Hampshire, about 11, 11 and a half point spread approximately. And many thought that there would be a larger margin. But then it turns out that seven in 10 Nikki Haley voters, it appears, according to exit uh, polling data from CNN, uh, seven in 10 Nikki Haley voters were undeclared just a couple weeks ago. So that you can't necessarily count on them, per se, in the general. And certainly that kind of trend will probably not carry over to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But South Carolina will be interesting. Tim Scott, of course, fully endorsing President Trump. And that's his home state, uh, Tim Scott's. And then Nikki Haley. She was governor of that state. That is going to... Because if you don't pull in your home state, that... You, well, that, you can talk about all the other states you want, but you better pull in your friends at well, home. To me, of course, you know, I have an agenda. I want Trump to win it sure. all. But but 
to me, that would be, you know, the, the breaking point for yeah. her campaign, yeah. even though I would rather have her hang it up sooner than that. I think that's kind of what it's going to come down to, but yeah. but we'll see. All right, and, and it was interesting the way that Nikki Haley handled defeat. I don't know if you'd call it very, very gracious, very upbeat, even though she lost, or does she really even realize she lost? And uh, here's President, former President Trump on that. She was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. That was a victory speech in field. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Thanking everybody. Oh, yeah. And yeah, well, which I, there's nothing wrong with that. It was a little long winded. Um, but she's not backing down, at least at this moment. No. And Trump's already looking forward. We go to Nevada and that's been one. So we pick up all of those delegates. And then we do go to South Carolina, where we've done really well, where I've done well. We have a great governor and lieutenant governor and great everything, because almost every one of them have endorsed me. Well, there you go. Uh, South Carolina, a lot of all the marbles are there, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, We shall see, of course. Hey, I want to remind you to get into a good, healthy habit every morning, um, you know, along with your fiber. uh, Make sure that you use your Alexa. So first thing in the morning, you can catch up on the latest news. When you get up, just tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. It is that easy. Van Jones, CNN, longtime uh, political uh, activist and former Obama advisor. And he stated that the immigration issue is cutting through now with the Democratic base as well Hmm. because of the kind of tactic or stunt of sending a bunch of the immigrants into blue states is destabilizing some of the politics in our own party, meaning, you know, his party, the Democrat Party. Right. I am glad that he admits it. But again, if you've got a guy who is an Obama advisor, um, is a Democrat, pushing those agendas, uh, and he is finally recognizing that immigration is a big issue even for Democrats. Yeah. But he wants to call it a tactic that, hmm. you know, the red state governors have sent buses up there. I think it was a slap to go, here's a little reality check, guys and gals. Well, but clearly there was a, a strategy there, and it, sure. is, it is to remind so-called, you know, Democrats or Democrat leaders or whatever, but hey, th- this is your party. This is your guy. Joe yeah. Biden, he's making this mess. Mm. We're just giving you a taste of it. Yep. Interesting stuff. Interesting times that we are living in, my friends. It is 828. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The top story for sure. Trump wins New Hampshire. More on that. More headlines all coming your way on 97.3 the sky. America stands with our ally Israel. War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. The fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostage is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. 
stay on top. All the headlines I need when I listen. At the top. It's important to know about the things that are going on around here. That could actually affect your daily life. News. At the top. Every hour. The news I care about. The news station. News talk. 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome and happy hump day. Trump day. Trump wins New Hampshire. And you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Thank you for tuning in. Coming up at 9.05, Florida State Senator Blaze Ingolia. Uh, we're going to talk to him. He's working on a few bills. One is an educator prep bill that uh, works to eliminate CRT, critical race theory, from uh, our educational system here in the Sunshine State. That's a good thing. Yeah. And we'll get into that and a couple of other bills as well. And make sure that you follow this guy. Go to the sky 973com slash follow or the Odyssey app. There's a Bob Rose Show podcast, so you never miss a minute of the show. Nice. It's the end of the world. Sinkholes are forming. People are driving into them. What? Yeah, what a frightening thing. Well, uh, you think be. of these, you think of like sort of an act of God, if you will. You know, a sinkhole yeah. opens up. A Washington state couple experienced a scary situation. You know, they're just driving down the road. Now, it's 1.15 a.m. on a Saturday. Oh, no. Tired. They were out grabbing some food, apparently, they said, and they're on their way home. Yeah. Turn a corner, the intersection, and ba-boom! They said it felt like a roller coaster. Oh. They dropped into a hole. Now, lucky for them, scary. this hole at this point was only about, oh, I don't know, Eight feet deep. Only? Well, okay. well, compared to the alternative, yes. I, they, okay, I'll take eight feet. Well, and Over but the infinity. hole was small enough in diameter to yeah. where you couldn't open the front doors. Oh, no. So I guess one of them crawled out of a passenger door, yeah. able to escape. The other one got out of the back hatch. Oh, my God. Okay, goodness. you had to climb out. Can you imagine yeah. that? You're almost like vertical, no. and you got to climb out of a vehicle. Um, not an easy task. They did it. Um, and that's good. But before you think it's an act of God, no. Apparently, it turns out it was a water main break. <laughs> but can you imagine if that hole was just a little bit deeper? That's really scary. They would have been toast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could pop the hatch on the back, because at what point do you lose the ability for those the electrical stuff to work when you're in water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Glad and, that turned out okay, because it, it could have been a whole lot worse. Yeah. We know about that in Florida. Got to be vigilant. Yes. Got to be vigilant. All right. So you got you got that going on. Um, your top story, though, is Trump winning New Hampshire. A little closer than many expected, but we found out the reason why, if CNN poll, exit polling is accurate, 7 in 10 Nikki Haley voters were undeclared just a couple of weeks before the primary. There, apparently, if you're registered Democrat, the process is extended a little longer that you have to switch parties, I think, a month out. We, I don't have the data on how many people actually went to the trouble of doing that. Right. But undeclared or so-called independent voters without party affiliation can, I believe, do it even up to the day of voting, can vote in a Republican primary. Hmm. But, yeah, some people didn't have that correct early on. And, you know, I may have said it uh, once or twice, but then I held back and then come to find out that, yeah, it wasn't as easy. It wasn't like you could show up as a registered Democrat and say, I want to vote Republican today. Right. It, it's not that simple of a process. But again, mm-hmm. exit polling, 7 out of 10 Nikki Haley voters were undeclared just a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, yeah that 
that skews the numbers mm-hmm. a little bit. Marco Rubio mentioned it. He said, hey, uh, you know, we're wasting money. Sure. $167 million in uh, losing effort. Now, is that all Republican money? Well, I guess once it goes into Republican coffers, theoretically it is, even if it comes from yeah. Democrats. Right. Republican presidential contenders spent over $167 million in losing efforts to defeat former President Donald mm. Trump in New Hampshire and Iowa with plans to spend millions more in future primaries. The massive amount of money spent in the first two primaries of the 2024 cycle shows how strong former President Donald Trump's grassroots support is around the nation. Trump spent just $34.1 million in both states. Wow. And the oh. other folks spent $167 million. Wow. The large sum of money also reveals the number of resources the Republican Party did not spend on defeating President Joe Biden. Quote, campaign officials are concerned that if Haley does not drop out after New Hampshire, it would force them to spend resources against her in South Carolina for the next three weeks instead of turning to states where Trump is politically vulnerable. That's according to CNN. So it went down like this. Uh, Pro Haley, 31 million. Pro Trump, 15.8 million. Other, 31 million. That's specific to the Republican primary candidates in New Hampshire. In Iowa, Haley spent $2 million more than Governor Ron DeSantis, the most of any candidate. Both amounted to more than half of the total of the $123 million in ads between the Republican candidates since Monday. So they've broken some of that down. But, you know, Marco Rubio's like, you know, you got to knock this off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, put it out on uh, X. He said... Uh, Trump will be the GOP nominee. Uh, what we don't know yet is how much donor money is going to be wasted over the next month. Good point. Rubio's remarks followed the Trump decisive victory in the Granite State as he blasted Haley despite uh, her reliance on support from independents and Democrats. And like I said, he reiterated it. According to a CNN exit poll, about 7 in 10 said they were registered as undeclared prior to Tuesday. Uh, this is all part of Haley's strategy, as her campaign said in a memo released ahead of New Hampshire's results that Haley plans to compete in South Carolina as well as Super Tuesday states, asserting that 11 of the 16 Super Tuesday states have open or semi-open primaries. Okay. Now we see why she wants to go there. Haley's campaign mm. believes there is significant fertile ground. Mm-hmm. For Haley on Super Tuesday, as she plans to attract non-conservative voters. Hmm. On Tuesday, Haley made it clear that she's not leaving the race anytime soon. Quote, there are dozens of states left to go, and the next one is my sweet state of South Carolina. Hmm. And uh, she told her supporters, and that, I guess, would go along with that memo that was released. Yeah, we'll see how sweet. It still comes down, in, in my mind, a couple of things. The one that I mentioned earlier, how how badly can you try to abuse a, a potential uh, you know, foe in this scenario? And then when it is time to step back, two things. Will she go all in on Trump? Or will her views not let her do that? Or will her support not let her do that? Because, you know, they all vowed, they all said, signed on, hey, whoever's the candidate, we're in. Christie, he bailed on that. Will she be a Chris Christie? 
I don't think so. Okay. But it is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it looks like if you want to win against Joe Biden, everybody needs to get behind Donald Trump, and, and sooner rather than later. Yes. It will be interesting to see if she wants a solid political future in the Republican Party. I think it would bode well for her mm-hmm. uh, to go along and get along and support the popular candidate, which appears is going to be Donald J. Trump. Right. But, I, you know, I'm not sure because you get these big donors and they get in your head. Yep. And, well, I think I said it yesterday. If it's If it's all about politically motivated... I think she'll do well to stay in the Republican Party, and she'll have, I believe, more success. She could also um, be, uh, what would it, tempted, tempted by big money coming <laughs> yes. from those that are, shall we say, far less conservative. Uh, good way to put it. Yep. Yeah. Dark money. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We're approaching 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And, yep, it is a happy hump day, Trump day, as Trump wins in New Hampshire. But we do have plenty more to talk about, and that's all coming up, including State Senator Blaze Angolia with some bills that he's introducing. We'll talk about that coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. is wide open because Biden wants to change the country. Six weeknights. Well, how do you fix that? Make it less white, less Christian. On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning. Welcome. I hope you're having a good day so far. It's 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here. Morning, Greg. Well, happy Wednesday morning. Yeah, man. It's a happy hump day. Trump day. Trump wins in New Hampshire. Margin was a little closer than some had expected. And it turns out a lot of that could be due to the fact that Nikki Haley voters, 7 and 10, were undeclared uh, as of, uh, you know, right before the actual primary took place. There's some other states who have kind of similar and somewhat open Rules, And I guess that's going to be part of her strategy moving forward. Thinks she can capture some of those voters. And so she claims she's in it for the long haul. haul. A, a memo from her camp basically said the, uh, the same thing a couple days ago. I think that uh, if she doesn't have a great showing, she'll drop out after South Carolina. Or maybe that's just my hope. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just my hope. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, you're getting the spotlight. You're getting the accolades. You're getting attention. And as long as you have big donor money that continues to come in, there might not be a great reason to drop out. You know, sooner rather than later, up to a point, because you don't want to damage yourself mm-hmm. uh, to the Republican Party if you extend it too long. Yeah. When there's no pathway for you to win the nomination. All you do is burn through a bunch of money, which could be used to defeat Biden in the fall. Yeah, sometimes that whole believing your own press is not really the best uh, yeah, strategy. And, look, and it can happen to anybody. Sure, you get in this absolutely. sort of echo chamber, and you're awesome, and you're all this. and Yep, just like that. Greg does that to me. Oh. treats me like I'm royalty. Daily. I start to begin my, yeah. I, I believe, my own uh, baloney. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Betsy will come and straighten me out. All right, let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And, Wayne, you're on the air. Hey, good morning. 
just one thing about the uh, idea that Hick, uh, Haley was uh, planning on 11 of those 16 upcoming primaries being uh, open or partially open. Um, you got to remember two things. One, Biden will be the first time he's on the ballot in South Carolina. So some of the South Carolina people that might support Haley are going to vote for him. But in the rest of those, there's also there's four Democrats and three independents on all those ballots. So she can't count on draining a lot of Democrat and independent voters, although we'd like her to. It'd be hysterical if Biden actually mm. didn't win his own Democratic <laughs> primary. But anywho, thanks. No, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, drawing from this certain pool of voters that, mm-hmm. unlike New Hampshire, might already have, you've got competition, even right. if it's a little bit, a couple points here, a couple points there. Um, yeah, that that could make a difference. It will make a difference. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of President Biden, he uh, he came out and said uh, some words Tuesday. Did you understand them? Uh, most of them. Okay. Uh, basically, his thing: the stakes could not be higher. That that, that was one of the things that he wanted to. He's make talking sure. about the price of meat under Bidenomics. No, because he has no idea what the price of meat is, remember? Oh, when he, when he yeah. didn't know that hamburger was like five bucks uh, a pound. True. That's true. And, of course, it, it some places going well beyond that, thanks to Bidenflation, Bidenomics. Yeah. Quote, he said, it is now clear that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. And my message to the country is the stakes could not be higher. And and then here's where the real hyperbole begins. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Our democracy. Oh, democracy. Our personal freedoms from the right to choose to the right to vote. Our economy, which has seen the strongest recovery in the world since COVID, all are at stake, Biden said. Okay, so I get where he's going down the right to choose. We know what he's doing there. He's on the Roe v. Wade thing. But what's his right to vote? You mean the fact that we want, if you're going to vote, that you actually have to be a United States citizen, maybe? is that What's he talking about? Well, it, it, it is a lefty talking point that they just dreamt up and spread around. It, it's the same thing that, like, Rachel Maddow said on MSNBC oh, that, yeah. that these uh, MAGA people, uh, they want a dictatorship uh, because, uh, you know, Trump promises to, like, end politics and end elections. They want a dictatorship. Oh, my I, goodness. I, that is, I mean, I can't believe a person could say that and believe it, which leads me to say, mm-hmm. I can't believe someone would say that out loud and know that it is an unmitigated lie. Well, you'd think, you know, even if you don't, even if you want to agree with her, people within the in the network would go, okay, that was a little too far because everybody knows that's not true. But they're not going to do it. They have, they have made a, a threat out of Trump, they they draw mm-hmm. up a caricature of him, uh, saying that he wants to be a dictator. Which, of course, we know the strategy there. That's what the Democrats are working toward. Remember, when you talk about freedoms, free speech is one that impacts all of us, and definitely is a cornerstone of our our governmental system. It's the left that wants to shut you down and shut you up if you have anything conservative to say. Yeah. We've seen the people get shouted down and shouted off of college campuses or even not even allowed to speak there, and they won't have speaker engagements. I mean, you don't want any sort of a dialogue. That's very anti-American. And then they put this, uh, you know, 
freedom to choose or whatever that, mm-hmm. that this whole thing has this most you know exalted freedom of uh, up you know beyond belief whereas the right to bear arms yeah oh they do away with that in a heartbeat sure. if they had a chance absolutely yeah they keep trying nobody needs a gun yeah but the ability to exterminate a baby why that's a personal freedom that you know you should be able to Enjoy. Usually, mm. when you talk about personal freedoms, you can use that word "enjoy." Yeah, but killing babies not so much. I know, and that's sick. That's sick. coming up. State Senator Blaze Ingolia introducing some great bills in the Florida uh, Senate. We'll talk to him in mere moments, right here on the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on ninety-seven point three, The Sky. Ultimate retribution is success. DeSantis. Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. Haley. We support Ukraine. That's only three and a half percent of our defense budget. Sleepy Joe. That's a ban soul of it. The sky is the station for election 2024. It is one of the most unbelievable election cycles I have ever witnessed. The latest breaking news. Trump is superior to the current incumbent. This is a critical moment. I'm leading Biden in all of the polls. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.